0: Oh, hello there, that's right, I'm back, after a week away from the microphone. Now, during that week away, it's come to my attention that some of you out there have been listening to other podcasts. Ooh, no, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? This is not on, this is not good behaviour, I thought this was a monogamous podcast podcast but clearly, some of you haven't got that message. Now, I'm going to forgive you this time, but don't let it happen again. All right. Now that we've cleared that up, welcome to the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast commentary, comedy, and conversation. Please remember to subscribe if you haven't already. Like and share and comment and all of that good stuff on all of these episodes. That would be uh, fantastic of you. Right. Well, a lot happened. When I was away, as expected, haven't been, haven't recorded for about 10 days and it's just never ending, is it? There's just so much to talk about all the time. I'm not going to, I was planning on doing a sort of a weekend recap. It would have been like a week recap. That show would have gone for hours. Uh, I don't have the time for that. And you probably don't want to re- listen to all the garbage that happened, quite frankly. But um, I may go into some of the stories that came up in that time. Maybe some of the lesser known things that happened but yeah but today I wanted to get to at least two stories that came up over the last few days. One of them is the New Zealand media now going after the freedom movement and another is the mindset of some people that have received the Voldemort virus medicine and have had problems with it or their family have had problems with it. Um, I may, I'm may, i actually going to go into the VAC story first and I was just um, flicking through my saved screenshots and save save stories and it seems i have deleted the original post because you know that's the sort of thing that you do when you're not concentrating on what you're deleting so the general gist of i'll go into this first it's the those that have received the Voldemort virus medicine uh, this is the kind of thought pattern and the thought process now coming out of I've seen it more than once, and this is a, a kind of a, a, what they're thinking. Not all of them, obviously, but what I'm seeing from people. And this woman posted something because she had received it, and I think from memory, her someone in her family had died. I think it was her father. Somebody died in her family, and she was mourning. So you've got to take that into account, obviously. But the whole idea behind her post was... Uh, now that the original so called conspiracy theorists, and again not the exact words she was using, but it was certainly in that vein is the so called conspiracy theorists, those that didn 't go along that didn 't comply they 've now been pushed to the fringes of society and demonized enough online that we are no longer we 're not useful we we can 't be the ones to push forward with the whole freedom stuff and having body sovereignty basically and that they are now going to be the ones that are going to have to take up the so called and she did use this word revolution now anytime someone uses the word revolution it should uh, get get the hairs on the back of the old neck standing up a bit red flag it's a it's a dodgy word for obvious reasons so again the whole idea there is that the non-compliant, the non-viral virus medicined up people aren't useful. They're the ones that have just, they're the nut jobs. And then a comment underneath, which I did save somehow, apparently, the comment underneath was from some man who I will call David. He said, uh, I think you are correct on who will push forward on this, being those, uh," English is a little bit rough. Um, I'll read that again. I think you are correct on who will push forward on this, being those, who trusted enough to well get the medicine and then suffered it and suffered for it um either themselves or loved ones the non-viral virus medicine people are nuts new age or other have their own places to push and not the ide- ideal voices on this issue of death uh by trusted by trust or coercion anyway uh And he says, awful thing that you must delve in this due to becoming, well, losing her father. I don't think this man is English. Let's just say that. Um, One likes to think he would be proud of you and your good work that you're doing. So as you can see, on who will push forward on this so-called revolution, it's not going to be the ones who never lined up for it in the first place. Now, what scares me about this mindset, and I have seen it a few times, is that instead of humbling yourself and I know this particular woman is in mourning but instead of humbling yourself there's never an I was wrong or, or reach out to that friend that had been posting about this sort of thing or talking about this sort of thing for two plus years there's never that humbleness of oh I was I was wrong you were right or at least you don't see it often publicly and instead now we're getting some people thinking that they will be the answer, they're going to push forward with a new world, a new revolution, a new whatever they're thinking, which is incredibly dangerous language to be using, but the people that lined up willingly and fully complied are the ones they're going to push forward. Are you mad? And you're not going to reach out to the people that never fell for any of this? And maybe, I'm not saying follow the lead, but ask for advice and more information, and how do we move forward from here and have discussions no we can't those people are on the other fringe those people are not who we need to interact with the ones that never fell for the psyop that never fell for the psyop you're just going to ignore them and continue to demonize them no they were too radical i did the right thing and i trusted them and they betrayed my trust these elites these government figures these doctors scientists and it's just it's very bizarre to watch and i can't believe that that mindset is out there i never even thought i didn't even i didn't predict that would happen and yet here we are people that fully complied that have kind of woken up to this because of medicine injuries putting it that way have finally woken up to maybe there's something wrong here, you never told us this could go wrong, or because they've had deaths in the family, or their friends have died, they are finally waking up to it and still continue to demonise or exclude the ones who never went along in the first place. Crazy stuff. Anyway, it's something to keep an eye on, and if you see more of that kind of thing on the social media channels uh, from people, Feel free to send it my way because it's, it's really interesting reading and I'd quite like to sort of get a gauge of how common that, um, that sort of thinking has become. Right, moving on to New Zealand's January 6th moment. Ooh. Um, <laughs> the, the mainstream media, the good old people at Stuff, they have decided it's time to attack the freedom movement. They've doubled down on all this, they've tripled down, quadrupled down on the attack on freedom, because why not? That's them it's the radicals, the dangerous ones that are advocating for freedom of speech, freedom of thought, body sovereignty, all that kind of thing. They're the dangerous ones. Anyway, this is a this is an expensive looking series, let's just say that, from stuff. It's called Beyond the Fringe: How the Mainstreaming of Extreme Politics Has Democracy on edge. Are they talking about socialism? No, they're not talking about socialism and you knew that they weren't because no one in this country can even admit that we have socialists in charge. In fact, the people in this country, certain ones that when I've posted and they've criticised me, they will ask, uh, can you point to a government in New Zealand that hasn't been you know, a little bit socialist? So, okay, right now we are living under an actual socialist government collectivising everything. Mass centralization of everything, following the United Nations Sustainable Goals, and if you look at the United Nations Sustainable Goals, it reads like a Marxist utopia. And we're gonna, and they places like the World Health Organization, etc., hire actual communists to top positions, but we'll just ignore all that, and the WEF, World Economic Forum, etc., as well. Actually, I heard somebody say today that Carl uh, uh, Klaus Schwab from the WEF. If you shaved Karl Marx, you you would get Klaus Schwab, which made me laugh. So apparently Marx has been, uh, what would you say, Uh, reanimated? No, 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 no. Reborn, I guess. Mm, Don't like that phrase for him. He's been brought back anyway, and, and he's Klaus Schwab. I thought that was very funny. Anyway, the New Zealand media. Stuff. Let's go through some of this because it is both infuriating and hilarious. The Wellington occupation was supposed to be, so the Wellington obviously for those overseas was New Zealand's so-called occupation of parliament outside the grounds and they were there for many, many weeks um, protesting essentially people being sacked and having their lives destroyed because of refusing experimental gene therapy and being locked out of society and segregated, you know. What else are you going to do when that's happened to you? Anyway, continuing. Uh, so they've, they, they want to really ram this home like America's doing with Jan Sixth stuff. Uh, so here we go. The Wellington occupation was supposed to be about ending the mandates. But a new stuff circuit documentary investigates those behind the protest and discovers they have far bigger and more dangerous goals. Now listen to this title. I'm not sure why it's called Beyond the Fringe... Up the top. But then it says Fire and Fury is a stuff circuit investigation into disinformation in Aotearoa, New Zealand. It's a confronting watch, content warning, violent language. But we felt compelled to make it. Now, Fire and Fury, where have you heard that name before? Oh, Fire and Fury. Inside the Trump White House. <laughs> the book by Michael Wolf Uh-huh. Tell me the globalists aren't in charge without telling me the globalists are in charge. Could just be coincidence, of course, but I doubt that very much. They're trying to make a direct connection to Trump in January 6th. Now, I'm just going to click on the fire and fury, see what that actually is. So, fire and fury is, seems to be part of the video series. Again, this is very well made, and the it's video and so it's a docu- documentary series and articles, and if you scroll down to the very end of this page, public interest journalism funded through New Zealand on air. That's right, New Zealand, your taxpayer dollars are going to this absolute tripe, this hit piece, and incredible. Anyway, more in this series. It says so. The F- fire and fury is the documentary. Who's driving a violent, misinformed New Zealand and why? Uh, then it's got a How to Defeat Disinformation check sheet, uh, Cheat Sheet. Sorry. Don't mock your friend who's falling down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole and don't cut them off. <laughs> Educate them, I'm sure it's... Edu- we'll, have a, we'll have a quick look at that. Uh, it also says, um, uh, Pushing back against the monsters. It's a confronting... The stuff, uh, Fire and Fury, is a confronting watch, but we felt compelled to make it. It's an opinion piece. Uh, Operation Reclaim. So this is going into part of their series about why they're doing it. Operation Reclaim, it was titled. A strategic plan, apparently. An appeal for real and tangible action to be taken by people in numbers. A call for public trials of politicians, media, judges, business leaders for crimes against humanity. I'd say segregating the country, getting uh, having people sacked for not taking experimental gene therapy is a crime against humanity. I'd say tricking people and coercing them into taking that without giving them the information is a crime against humanity. I don't think anybody has received informed consent for taking experimental gene therapy. I'd say that was also a crime against humanity. Anyway, the action, had, it goes on, The opposing force, could be, a combative opposing force could be expected at red, and that threat should be met by assembling... Former trained but trusted ex military, police, and even hunters. Now if that's in the the thing, I guess they're using them as protection. I don't know. But I've said this several times on social media, anybody advocating for violence is an absolute fool. You're not you're not gonna advocate for violence against the state like that. There's a difference between self-defense and advocating for violence. That's absolute madness and stupid. And it should be things like peaceful non compliance. And creating community and figuring out how to grow things and have having that community engage with each other and engage in trade and buying things or whatever it is uh, things like bitcoin and other stuff whatever that looks like for you everyone's obviously going to have a role to play but creating parallel economies and things like that absolutely nothing wrong with it and peaceful non-compliance maybe you don't want to wear a mask or take experimental gene therapy or, or scan in with your qr code nothing wrong with all that either but anyone advocating for violence No, that's a major red flag. Anyway, this goes on. Uh, The action had one agenda, to save the people, quote, from this tyranny. It it is a tyranny. It was a tyranny. And it continues to happen. Uh, The This, I love the quote. The, quote, plan was released in February during the Wellington occupation by one of the key figures behind the protest. Kelvin Elp, a disaffected former soldier with a history of failed attempts at politics, who last year launched Counterspin Media, a far-right online TV channel. Now, <laughs> now, now, in my mind, stuff is a far-left media outlet, massive media outlet, the Dominion Post, constantly full of propaganda, government propaganda, government-funded. And so they're going to immediately label this as far-right, because far-right is the worst thing that you could possibly ever be in the history of anything. And now, the far-right or left of anything is ridiculous to me, but... They're going to label it this. Now, Counterspin Media, I follow them online, and a lot of their stuff I don't really like anyway. It's, a lot of it just seems overly dramatic or spun in a way that I don't agree with. And now what I'm reading here is that we're too stupid to figure that out. Well, if you, if you just engage with Counterspin Media, if you see them in your feed all the time, no, you're going to become corrupted. You're going to become radicalized. As opposed to the people that read stuff in the Dominion Post all the time. Who I hear spouting the most ridiculous crap all the time when I'm out and about. Talking about whatever the the media wants them to talk about. Whether that's the last few weeks it's been Trump. With the whole FBI raid thing. Walking into a petrol station hearing people talking about that. Completely misinformed because of what the media is pushing. But the media here are going to blame the so-called alternative media for pushing misinformation. And this mainstream media is the one with millions and millions of dollars behind it and government approval, really, if you're going to take the money, behind it. Absolute madness. So basically, yeah, we're we're idiots. We don't know how to sort of sort through the news and figure out, oh, no, I don't really agree with that. Oh, no, I don't really want them pushing me in that direction, this direction. No, no, we're the dumb ones. So we're going to call out these uh, so-called alternative uh, media sites. Again, so Counterspin Media, not a big fan of them. I follow them, but I... I follow them, but I don't, if that makes sense. Anyway, this guy who started Counterspin Media, he's the focus of the Stuffed Circuit documentary, Fire and Fury. Our investigation centres not on the Wellington protest itself, but those who drove it. Who are they? What did they believe? And crucially, what do they want to happen next? Now, I'm not going to read all of this, but the next article, the next paragraph made me laugh. From the outside looking in, especially on that final violent and terrifying day. <laughs> it, may, it may have appeared the occupation had achieved nothing but destruction and perhaps the slight decaying of societal norms. I would say societal norms were destroyed when you locked people out of society. Lock them in their houses, tell them to stay home, get a test every day, scan in, wear a mask, take your experimental meds. Oh, you don't want to do that? Oh, well, well you have the choice, but good luck earning a living. So this is just, I'm out of words to describe these absolute, pathetic, bad word insert here. And then they say, uh, but for those pushing the false information that motivated people to join in and stay on, it was an opportunity to build the movement beyond the fringe. A recruitment drive. Now look, I went to, not this particular one, I went to one where I am, and when they told me, it was outside in a park, And they had set up wooden, like a post, wooden post, with uh, with posters all all around the park with posters on it, and they were QR codes. And when they got up on stage and said, "We encourage everybody to sign in using the QR codes," I left. That is ridiculous. The whole point, I don't want people tracking me like that, and you're telling me to sign in to a so-called freedom movement. Are you mad? Craziness. Anyway, I'll I'll go on to another thing with their uh, with their how to combat disinformation. I'm sure that'll be a laugh, but it just says here, uh, "Fire and Fury." We tallied up the numbers to gauge how big an audience that the CounterSpin media guy has, and while we wouldn't want to, <laughs> and while we wouldn't wish to overstate their influence, the figures don't lie. Combined, they are reaching hundreds of thousands of New Zealanders through a mix of mainstream social media unregulated chat rooms notice the word unregulated and video hosting sites that are hotbeds of hate again hate should we play the the social justice warrior socialist bingo game with the with their words that they use so and video hosting sites that are hotbeds of hate where algorithms where algorithms ply yet more hate and there's no consequence for publishing blatantly fake news wow there's no consequence of publishing blatantly fake news. Oh, do you mean like the Trump Trump collusion hoax? Or the fine people on both side hoax? What about the Covington kids? The Covington kids, sorry. No, all of that sort of stuff's not fake news. What about BLM rights being mostly mostly peaceful? What about that kind of thing? No, it's not fake news, is it? No, no. I, I think one side of the political aisle gets to post whatever the hell they want, while anybody else questioning that gets clamped, down, gets clamped down on hard. If you're following the government narrative, fine, say whatever you want. If you're supportive of the government, fully fully compliant, you can say whatever you want, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But if you're going to go against that, good luck to you. Now, again, you'll see them priming hate speech. Priming hate speech laws, which they've brought in using this utterly ridiculous... Uh, thing that the, the program that they've signed up to with they've got the social media the big com- the big companies facebook or meta twitter and, it, and those sorts of things to sign on to new zealand's uh, regulation of of social media and and what we're allowed to post and say so they in in here they're pushing for more for actual government laws which they failed to bring in as i've mentioned several times the government's going to go at it again but They're pushing this. This is why we need to regulate the internet. This is why people can't have an opinion online because it's pushing hate. You can't criticise us for, say, for example, bringing in um, the banning of conversion therapy. And don't don't underestimate socialists or progressives or the far left. Don't underestimate them. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what words they're using and how they're pushing the propaganda. Because when you say banning conversion therapy, you think abuse, uh, maybe electric shock therapy and drugs and things. Um, and and what happened decades ago um, in those types of environments and instead laws get passed here where conversion therapy is basically equated to well if your daughter comes to you and says that they're a boy and you tell them that they're not and you try and get them some maybe some therapy to help them then that can be considered uh, conversion therapy. Now good luck even finding somebody to to do that now in New Zealand and the parents could there's there's a real possibility that a parent could be charged with stopping say an 11 12 year old or whatever taking puberty blockers as an example there's a real possibility that could happen in this country now because of the pushing of that now if you're online saying well no i think this conversion therapy ban is is crap then you're going to get a lot of blowback because all people never read the bills they never they just go with what the media is telling them we all know that but it's just pure propaganda name it something that you associate with something evil and if you go against it you're the bad guy same with Black Lives Matter we all know this Black Lives Matter brilliant, brilliantly titled group it's a Marxist group uh, the founders said they're Marxists they wanted to get rid of the traditional family things like that they are a Marxist group but called themselves Black Lives Matter because if you now go against that then you don't care about black people these groups these movements they know exactly what they're doing and what and how they're going to ram through what they need and ram through what they want um just ending it here before i go into the the uh, so-called disinformation cheat sheet uh the fire and fury documentary which i'm not going to watch well <sighs> will i watch it Can i bring myself to watch it should i watch it for you to report back so you don't have to not that you'd want to yeah don't know Uh, The Fire and Fury documentary shows you, unfiltered, what the players preach to their followers, how they're all interconnected, and what motivates them to spread disinformation on issues as diverse as the invasion of Ukraine, the US overturning of abortion rights, and of course, the Voldemort virus. Watching what they... (laughs) This is the pot calling the kettle black. Oh. Oh, is that a racist phrase? No, it's not a racist phrase. You can calm down if you're a progressive listening to this. It's just incredible. The dis- What disinformation? You- can we go- I guess I'm going to have to watch the documentary. But do you know anything? Did the media report any real truth about the Ukraine, or is it just Putin bad? Putin did it. Putin inflation. Is is that all it is? He's not going to go back to 2014 with the coup instigated by a- another country? because they didn't like what was happening in the Ukraine and deals that were being signed between that and Russia. No. Not going to talk about neo-Nazi groups, actual neo-Nazi groups fighting in the Ukraine. No, not going to talk about what's happening in the Far East of the Ukraine and the fact that some of the people are in the Far East actually voted to leave and go back to Russia. Not not any of the thousands and the thousands of deaths that have been happening since 2014. No. Or the complicated history of that whole region for centuries. No, no. that's That's all... Probably disinformation, according to the media. Not that I've ever seen them ever report properly on any of this. And then, the, of course, the overturning of abortion rights, which just gives back each individual state the right to decide as it should be. As it, that's how America is set up. Like it or not, that's how it works. And instead it's like, oh, we're all in danger. And New Zealand has big protests about just... New Zealand, the most liberal abortion laws in the world, absolutely disgusting, has, has, uh, has more rallies because these people have to feel... Special somehow, like they're the heroes and fighting for justice, just not the justice of babies. Uh, and then, the, of course, the misinformation of the Voldemort virus, which, if you had listened to uh, particular doctors and scientists, such as uh, Doctor uh, Sukrat Bhakti and whatnot, who have all had their careers completely destroyed, if you'd actually listened to them from the start, they've turned out to be correct, and they were called disinformation. And people like myself. And there are a bunch of other people that I follow that have been sharing all of this for over two years. And shadow bans and even people having their accounts deleted over and over again have occurred. And they still continue to occur because it's just whatever narrative needs to be pushed. And if it turns out that what you were saying all along or posting all along was right, there's never an apology. There's never getting anything back or... Admitting that you were right, no no, it's just like, oh, we're on to the next news cycle now, so we'll smear this particular, and and then you'll start talking about something else, and now suddenly that's disinformation, such as these abortion rights, or the Ukraine. It ends with uh, watching what they say, and the often venomous way they say it, lead us to another threat, which we'll examine here, the very fundamental risk they pose to democracy. Because consistent X, uh, because consistent across their messaging is a plan to deconstruct our political structure from the bottom up to in- to achieve an ungovernable country. Hmm, okay. Ungovernable. what wonder what do that means. The government stays out of my life for the most part. Is that what they mean? I don't know. I mean, actually, you know why? Because I'm not manipulated by particular groups' messaging in that way. So to say ungovernable, I do, do I want Jacinda Arden telling me what I can do with my body? No. And why should you? Do you want Jacinda Ardern telling you what you should be able to do with your property? Or what you can eat? Because now you may not be able to afford meat because we're just going to tax the crap out of that. Excuse my language. Just, uh, these the fact of the matter is, is, outlets like this are collectivist supporters and run by people that I know. I used to be friends with reading this. I used to be friends with people that talked like this and tried to uh, debate like this and you get nowhere they're dismissive they're smug they will not take your, your, what you're saying seriously or even engage with it they straw man up the wazoo it's absolute madness I've got a couple of um, saved conversations I had about six years ago I saved them because it was about the time I think 2016 between 20, before this whole pandemic stuff and uh, around the Trump election 2016 is when I really started looking into things and that's what, that whole election woke me up. I never really paid much attention to any of this. And then when I did, I was wildly naive. Uh, when I'm talking about this, I mean politics and things in the news and just one of those people that digested whatever the mainstream said, but for the most part was not interested or just very, very ignorant And the whole Trump election was when I woke up. I was like, why would you, why would so many people vote for Trump? There can't be that many hateful people. That's what started, that's what questioned it. And so I started looking into it and I was like, hang on, hang on. I'm being lied to about this. And it snowballed from there. And of course, I'm friends at that time with a lot of people that were very radical leftists. I was just unaware because they would just spout things like equality and helping people and they'd make it sound good and kind. It's the modern-day socialist mantra. It's just all equality and kindness and helping people. And uh, it's garbage. It's not that at all. In fact, it's, it's hateful and spiteful, and they don't want a bar of it. They think they can create utopia. And I know it because I was involved in it, while at least had people around me constantly pushing that message that you fall for and believe. And the whole Trump thing, the whole Trump election is what woke me up to a lot of the nonsense as well as things like what happened to Brett Weinstein and his wife Uh, if you haven't if you don't know much about that I'd suggest reading up about it it's crazy stuff and uh, also what happened to Jordan Peterson when he came out defending free speech and when he went on Joe because Joe Rogan at the time I was listening to a lot of Rogan at the time 2015 2016 and regardless of what you think of Rogan the amount of guests and things that he's had on over the years has woken a lot of people up too, because you get a diverse view. At least you did. I haven't listened to him for a few years. Well, I listened to some things just to see what's going on uh, in the culture. And um, so regardless of what you think there, uh, he has definitely done a, a public good, and that's why when he did the whole Voldemort virus uh, episodes with, was not uh, Malone? He's done several, but he did one with... Malone and oh, there's too many doctors. Now. I can't rem- can't remember the other guy's name. You'll you'll know who I'm talking about. You're probably saying it to yourself as you're listening to this. Um. Anyway, that's why they crack down on on Rogan because he he has too much of an impact on people uh, with the guests that he has on. Anyway, let's have a quick look at this disinformation. How to defeat disinformation cheat sheet. Have a bit of a laugh and then I'll leave you to it. Okay. Where are we? What to do? And what not to do to defeat disinformation. If you're worried someone you know has fallen or is falling down the conspiracy, the rabbit hole, there are things you can do to help. There are also things you should not do. This cheat sheet is, a, is adapted from Ed Cooper, author of Facts and Other Lies, to help you help them. I think a lot of us would actually love our friends to come to us and try and try and debate us or try and question us and figure out the information then have a little discussion. Wouldn't that be fun? (laughs) I welcome it. Anyone listening to this that wants to have a talk, come on the show. Or if you don't want to do it publicly, have a chat. would love to. Particularly about the Voldemort virus. That'd be fun. Um, Cooper says, or Cooper or Copper? I think it's Cooper. I don't know. Uh, C-O-P-E-R. It's a strange spelling. Um, It's Cooper would be C o o p, And it doesn't matter, does it? No. So we're just going to go with copper (laughs) anyway he says while it's tempting to eat uh while it's tempting either to mock people and their beliefs or to cut them off entirely both will backfire cutting people off from their support networks forces them to find others who share their beliefs and mocking or discrediting means that in order to have to admit uh or discrediting means that in order to have to admit they're wrong they need to admit they're stupid to have believed these ideas in the first place and nobody wants to do that now this works both ways doesn't it so i know a lot of people on the freedom side or that that didn't fall for any of the psyop uh can mock the the other side too and while funny and i think it helps point out a lot of the madness doing it sort an individual uh i don't think it's going to help in the long run but anyway this is, it's funny too because yeah it happened for me with family and friends especially around originally like I said it started with the Trump thing in 2016 I started losing friends just, just for questioning things and then when you really delve deep and get the information and say hey uh, I don't think this is what we think it is that's when you really start to lose them um, and it is true though when they cut you off from their network you go find other people and I'm not finding radical people I'm just finding people that are about freedom of choice with your own body, freedom of speech, things like that. They're not radical. It's just peaceful non-compliance and creating parallel economies and whatnot. And I've met some really, really lovely people that I would hope to meet, actually meet uh, one day. So they are right there. And, you, and again, are you are just going to treat me like an idiot or treat us like idiots? That I can't discern who the people on social media or people i'm meeting in public are that i'm getting a bad vibe from or i know i don't really like that direction that they're going or what they're talking about uh red flags i'm the idiot am i i'm just gonna follow people and befriend people that go along with what i believe even if i think that they're bad apples no okay well yeah because i'm just a a mindless zombie according to Well, we are mindless zombies according to mainstream. Anyway, let's just run through this a little quickly. Uh, The brain and disinformation. Continued influence effect. People will continue to believe an earlier piece of disinformation even uh, even after it has been disproved by newer information. Hmm. Okay, guys on the mainstream media that continue to push the Voldemort virus medicine. uh, uh, The other thing is illusory truth effect or the illusory truth effect what is familiar is accepted as true even when contrary to sense e.g. it comes from an untrustworthy source so hearing an advertising jingle so many times you start thinking that maybe you should nip into that store even when you don't need to again people that i follow that post stuff that i question i will usually just write to them saying really do you think that's the case here a confirmation bias General term for the tendency to reject information which contradicts beliefs or misinterpret it to confirm those beliefs. Oh, okay, it's just just how we should, you know, follow the CDC, follow our our elites, the powers that be, the politicians, they're leading us, right? Even when the information in front of our face contradicts what they're saying, we'll just spin it to fit. No, 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 no. They, They mean the best. Backfire effect. Clear facts that disprove a strongly held belief. Only reinforce that belief. The reaction can be strong or violent, <laughs> such as banning people online. Uh, politically motivated reasoning. Our brains are wired to prefer fit, to prefer fitting in than finding facts. Yeah, um, going against the government mandates and everything that was being done. Not wearing a mask for two and a half years. Do you think that's fitting in? It's not fitting in. Putting yourself out there, you're the tall poppy, and as we say in New Zealand, Australia, the tall poppy syndrome, which is when a poppy in the field grows too high, they cut it down to meet the the height of the others. Yeah, disturbing image, isn't it? Uh, belief polarization, people see the same information, which reinforces their opposing beliefs in opposite directions. That's a very strange way to put it. Anyway, it goes on, what not to do don't negate disinformation our brains skip the no or don't or i so again this could be useful for us too you know so uh, our brains skip the and i'll just again mention influence by robert Robert cialdini i have no affiliation here it's just a very very good book Um, our brains skip the no or don't or i am not and only hear the rest of the sentence which you are trying to refute for example i wasn't worried about the uh, Voldemort virus medicine making me grow horns until you just told me the Voldemort virus medicine will not make you grow horns strange, again strange weather don't myth bust disinformation so this would be really interesting someone coming at you trying to because they're blinded to like well two. who's blinded in the conversation really who's the who's got the open mind and who's blinded someone coming in without knowing some, a particular topic that you're talking about trying to disprove you rather than have a conversation anyway it says don't myth bust disinformation factual corrections are at best ineffective but likely do more harm than good repeating the myth makes it stickier and more familiar Uh, don't label disinformation putting a label on a social media post is a big flag that raises its prominence provides a badge of honor and makes people worse at judging other posts Um, don't amplify disinformation The Streisand effect, trying to suppress something, can bring more attention to it. Sharing, commenting or condemning disinformation gives it more prominence and a leg up in the social media algorithm. Uh, That's true, it says the government bans Milo Yiannopoulos. wonder what ever happened to that guy. Um, From entering Australia and the media coverage about what ideas were barred from entry spreads them much further, further than the university forum he was going to speak at. Uh, Then it says, defeating disinformation, what to do? Inoculate. By being exposed to weakened doses of disinformation techniques first, people develop resistant antibodies. Do we have to, that's just, the writing is really frustrating. Uh, Playing a game about disinformation then makes you less likely to share disinformation when you see it in the real world. Okay. Uh, Pre-bunk, oh I like that word, pre-bunk. Warning people about the dangers of disinformation, what to look out for, and who will do it. Blunts the impact. Getting the truth to them first is the best defence against any lie. Uh, Nudge, most disinformation is shared because we are lazy, not evil. Yep, that's what the media preys on. Uh, Prompting someone to think about accuracy before they post can halve the number of shares of disinformation. Or just just question things, including... The mainstream media. A deplatform. Removing the worst or highest profile accounts from the social media platforms significantly suppresses the spread of disinformation. It may, however, just move it deeper underground. No, well... (laughs) Then they mention Pete Evans. Pete Evans being banned from Facebook and Instagram proves the only thing more insufferable than hearing from Pete Evans is hearing from people who can no longer hear from Pete Evans. Yeah, but stop deplatforming people just because they have a different opinion. Wow, they've even got um in the images in the background I've just seen um Chantel Baker on the on the page. Wow, okay. Argue in their value frame. Uh, As soon as an argument triggers our identity or values, the brain behaves differently. Uh lower the stakes we often address disinformation by making the other person have to admit they are stupid in order to admit they are wrong. Well I don't like that either. I think that's a ridiculous way to to go about anything um there's some great information out there and people about certain things and people will call you stupid for not knowing but if you've grown up in an environment where you never had that information or the whole world's acting in a way that doesn't back up that information it's the opposite of how can you possibly be stupid it's just how you were raised in that particular environment and you may be wrong uh take the chat private the social pressure to conform means we have to take the conversation private if we want someone to admit they are wrong. So you're going in asking someone to admit they are wrong. Good stuff. How about you understand their perspective first? The fact sandwich, if you absolutely have to ever state a myth to to debunk it, please, uh, if you ever have to state a myth to to debunk it, but please don't, you need to surround it by facts. And an explanation of why it is wrong. State the facts as many times as you can. Uh, Then it goes on. Tell a better story. Disinformation doesn't win because it is false. But because it's usually a better yarn. Get to the brain first. This is a race. This is why they shadow ban and de-platform. And they can publish whatever they want on front page news. Uh, If you can get to a person's brain before a falsehood. The truth takes up residency and is hard to dislodge. You're just assuming that what you, you're you saying is the truth, are you? Fantastic stuff. Stuff. Pike curiosity. Peak, pike? Anyway. Tomato, tomato. By engaging people's curiosity, you bypass many of the brain's defences to fact resistance. Echo chamber. Those spreading disinformation are way more motiv- motivated and organised than those who believe in facts. Really. Stuff. nz the Dominion Post Those spreading disinformation are way more motivated and organized than those who believe in facts. What if you believe in your own lies and you believe them to be facts? Stuff.co.nz. Anyway, leaving it there, but if you scroll down, hilariously, this is on everything stuff does. This story matters. That's why we investigated it and why you've taken the time to read it. Uh, This is the better, using the better journalist public interest journalism uh, funding Um, if getting news that's free from political influence (laughs) oh bravo with this propaganda nonsense Um, unchecked rumors and if getting news that's free from political influence unchecked rumors and clickbait is important to you please support stuff today and then it goes to a link where you can pay stuff to read their nonsense so there you go amazing things happening in this country basically going to frame the freedom movement and and use certain people certain personalities as the figureheads and frame them as radical and then associate anybody that believes in freedom of thought freedom of speech freedom of you know body sovereignty all the things i've talked about you're going to be shunted in with that whole group and you're a non-compliant citizen who doesn't go along with the collectivization happening in the country so um, that's the attack happening instead of just pulling back from all this the media is just doubling and tripling down on it all and gonna create more problems so I'll leave it there for today it has been a long episode after a 10 day break it was always going to be clearly didn't imagine if I'd actually done a, a a recap on the week that was when I was away would be here all night okay I'll leave it there I will talk to you again tomorrow this has been the arriving somewhere with Matt J podcast commentary comedy conversation subscribe like comment share all of those good things and uh yeah talk to you talk to you tomorrow as i said already